Your entire life is a created life and it flows from what you think and believe true. Welcome to the Love Your Life Show for spiritual beings having a human experience here on Earth School. How I treat myself and how I treat others can only flow from what I think and believe true in my mind. How I treat myself and others can only flow from the inner descriptions in my head internally. So anything that is not reconciled from my own life story has to play out in the living moment at play right here, right now. So it gets my attention. So I invite you just to explore this in your own lives, not as though I'm saying the truth, because the truth can't be spoken in words. It's a view. It's a way to approach your life and see what difference it makes. I invite you to heighten your vigilance of noticing what do I literally think and believe true throughout my day? What is my inner dialogue? How am I describing myself? How am I describing others? How am I describing the world? You want to know where our descriptions are? They're in our assumptions, our opinions, and our views. So listen to the way we speak and write. Study yourself this week. Do you speak and write as though your views are fact? Or are you speaking through the lens of interpretation disguised as fact? That is everything. If I could give you one thing and then be like, okay, if that's the only thing I came here to support myself, you, my loved ones, to understand is your entire life is a created life and it flows from what you think and believe true. There is so much we continue along this journey to come to if we're lucky and we apply steady self-effort, right? Luck being where preparation meets opportunity. That's blessing as well. If you start to notice more and more your inner dialogue, you will see that becomes the projector through which your whole life unfolds. So if we're not aware of what we think and believe true, we are sort of at the mercy of, it's like the river of fate. You know, you're in a boat, Deepak Chopra says such a good reminder. He says, don't try to steer the river. Okay, but you steer the boat. And then there comes a choice, the automatic unconscious experience of our inner life becomes the river of fate where it's like I don't know I'm just going along with as we start to become conscious as we start to become we move from the automatic unconscious into the conscious awareness now we can start to consciously create it requires a dismantling of everything we think and believe true that would have us contract or hurt or hide that is always where we can find the material that is seeking healing, reconciliation, forgiveness, and integration. So we create what we think and believe true as a reaction from our life events, all innocent. This happens to everybody. And the path out is to start to look at 
What is the nature of my experience of the five core soul wounds of abandonment, rejection, betrayal, humiliation, injustice? And how do I react to life when I perceive that is what's at play? So often we're not conscious that's our interpretation of the living moment at play. So becoming more aware of what we think and believe true, our inner descriptions of the living moment will inform us where our work is. And I don't, maybe the word work isn't so great. I don't, I, I want to find another one because work can sound like work. However, when we don't know the difference between work and play, we know we're onto something. Can our increased awareness of ourselves our increased attention of what we think and believe true and see how that's playing out in our lives and the patterns. Can that be a joy because the it's access to freedom? Can this endeavor, can our steady self-effort be a joy as access to freedom? And what makes it joyous in my experience is sharing with others because our woundology, creates has us create ways of being to compensate for it because we don't want that stuff to happen again it's like betrayal pass rejection abandonment humiliation justin solid passes on all of those and our inner dialogue about ourselves our deficiency stories have us create ways of being because we're like i don't want that to happen again i don't want to be perceived that way so i'm going to start building up the false self the persona so that I'm not that. And oftentimes when we try to be the opposite of that inner dialogue, it perpetuates the cycle because the more we try to be not that, the more we believe the that, <laughs> okay? So it's a trap. It's a trap, friends. The way out, one of the ways out, right? Is that we share with one another because this automatic unconscious reactive stuff doesn't want to be exposed. It can feel like, dying to share, right, your own deficiency stories or how you're perceiving the living moment or the stuff that goes on in your head. So to travel in community, to travel in, in, a, in a kind container where we can, we don't have to go into one another's stories nor fix it for each other, but just being able to witness that's the beginning of real shifts. That's the beginning of inviting the, the egoic world that, that its deepest fear is ex being exposed, being seen. So when we can start to, when we find these people that we can start to just safely share that which we either feel anger, fear, or shame around, one of those is predominant for you as well. And as we start to bring a vulnerability to just sharing and opening that up, doesn't mean you have to share big long stories but just sharing what doesn't really want to be exposed then we get to see and feel oh my gosh I'm not rejected I'm still accepted I'm liked I actually inspire somebody else to recognize our sameness in this regard so this level of self-truthfulness and being vulnerable and being authentic is one of the most important aspects of the healing of this healing path. I think every single one of us is on the healing path. It's not just for some people that have stuff that happened. Stuff happened to everybody. We all created our persona, our personalities as a reaction to our life events. And here we are. 
in the process of deconstructing that so that we can experience ourselves as what we are. You're not a who, you're a what. I think a really beautiful meditation is what am I? What am I? Not, not who am I? What am I? And oftentimes in this type of meditation, everything your roles, your identifications, your identities will just pop up. And it's like, wow, is that okay? And is that really what I am? It's okay to not have an, an answer to that. Let that let that beautiful question just always remain close to you. What am I? So these, pra these practices in Sacred Sunday start to just help peel back layers without force. So healing is really a very, it's simply put the, the, the journey of returning to our embodied wholeness, knowing ourselves as our wholeness, knowing what we are, not identifying ourselves as the false self, just recognizing, oh, I'm in a process of allowing the, the layers, the false self to start to fall away, to get to that diamond that you are. And it's not as though you don't know what you are. It comes out in many, many moments, comes out to play. It comes out to shine. You have those moments. You know those moments. The thing is, we just forget. So it is a great joy to be here with you and to be in this process of remembering what we are together. I'm really honored to walk side by side with you in this.